back, everyone, to the Eat Speak podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. Today, we, uh, gosh, you know, it's state fair season, so we're going to talk all about dogs. Eat Speak goes to the dogs today. We have uh, dog park news, first of all, and dog restaurant news, and then we have corny dogs at the state fair. These are all the bailiwick of Robert Philpott, who has been writing about music, radio, TV, and restaurants here at the Star-Telegram for uh, how many years? Writing pretty, pretty regularly since 1997, but when I joined the entertainment department in 1992, I did concert reviews. You left out movies. Did how did you do? get into writing food? Basically, uh, I resisted um, doing reviews, doing food reviews for a long time because... It, it sort of takes the fun out of it. I am by no means a restaurant critic. Uh, I think to be a critic, you have to have... Neither am I. I'm yeah. a restaurant customer. Yeah, I think you have to have a deeper knowledge, and I think the word is used a little too loosely. Well, one of your one of the roles that's fallen to you here, and it's been a part of your bailiwick for a long time, you are the state fair fried food guy. Which is a strange thing, because I don't really go to the state fair that often. <laughs> but you go to the fried but, food guy. Um, they do the uh, Big Tech's Choice Awards uh, every year, and I think for the past three or four years, I've been the, the guy going to that. Uh, this year, um, Steve Wilson, our producer, came with me. We did a, a Facebook Live where I had, um, it was something called the Orange You Glad You Fried It, which is a, uh, it's sort of like a turnover filled with, um, you know, orange flavored, a citrus flavored uh, filling and covered in powdered sugar. And I was wearing this maroon shirt, which was getting all over me while I was doing this Facebook Live. Um, I'm also known for talking with my mouth full on Facebook Lives. I see no sugar. We see none on the podcast today. So no, we, we got to try all the fried foods there and, uh, yeah, live. We were over there live eating all these things. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, the fair's underway, so give people a quick rundown of what they should try. What, what, what did you think was best? Well, I, I particularly like, this gives me a chance to plug a story that we have on the website right now written by Anna Kaplan, who is one of our contributors, who does go to the state fair and tries these at the at the uh, food stands every year. She's got a couple of kids, so she's more, uh, I don't have kids, so she's more prone to go to the state fair than I am. Um, the, uh, the thing I mentioned, the orange you glad you fried it, she found a little too cloying, but uh, I liked it. Um, but then I've got a huge sweet tooth. There was also the uh, cotton candy taco, which is uh, cotton candy inside a graham cracker infused waffle cone. Um, it's they, very impressive looking. What they I mean, gave us yeah, for the first, Facebook Live was sort of a miniature version yeah. of it. It was like the Stroop waffle. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a miniature candy. version. That I think. sounds yeah. frightening. But it's but it's huge. I mean, it's it's you know this it's this taco shell made out of graham crackers stuffed with all this uh, uh, cotton candy, and it's really large. Yeah, if if you go to Anna's story, uh, you can either find it at startelegram.com slash entertainment slash restaurants, or just go to dfw.com. It should be right at the top of it. Um, there is a picture of this taco. Uh, it actually looks, um, the picture we have sort of looks like you could live in the tacos. The picture is so close up. Um, there was the fried Texas Hill Country, which was uh, relatively <laughs> healthful. Green tomatoes, mozzarella, and basil stacked and then covered in breadcrumbs and fried into a disc-shaped fritter. Uh, everything's fried. Um, we did like, I believe, the Fernie's Hoppin' John cake, which oh, yeah. was a... Yeah, uh, the black-eyed peas. Yeah, good. it was a black-eyed pea. Uh, it's basically a fried cake made from flat, filled with black-eyed peas um, uh, and sausage and onions. Uh, good luck any time of the year. Hoppin' John is, of course, a uh, southern New Year's Day tradition for good luck. Um, putting it in this, in this cake form makes it a little easier to eat at the fair. Um, then you have stuff like the deep-fried 
gillet potato melt in a boat. That's just not healthy. <laughs> um, and uh, Anna puts it, gives it an award of the worst portrayal of a carbohydrate in a leading role. Uh, then there's sweet bacon bacon. It's, got, it's sweet, it's got bacon, what's not to like? Um, so, um, and then uh, the crispy rice or, or roast con leche, we like that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah that, was, that was, was good. It was just yeah. a little couple of balls that kind of had a rice right. crispy treat uh, right, kind yeah. of che- uh, texture to them. Steve, yeah, chime like, in like, what, It was like a, like a hash brown kind of because you yeah, have well, the, uh, except it was the crispy and chewy. What yeah. did you like the most, Steve? Uh, let's see. Um, Steve does not have my sweet tooth. He has. <laughs> right. He's not committed. Well, the, the Hop and John was good. I did like that. What do you usually get at the state fair? I'm the corny dog. Okay. I mean, I'm a big corny dog person. So the, the, the weird thing is, um, I have just not been a big state fair person. I know that's sort of uh, sacrilegious to say here, but I've been, I think, twice, and both times it was uh, <clears throat> for work. The one time I did it uh, with my wife, it was actually for her work. She used to write a uh, vegetarian column for the Star-Telegram, and she went to the state fair to try to find uh, vegetarian food, and although it was a challenge, she found it. Um, There's something about corny dogs at the uh, at the state fair. They just taste better than anything you you know put in your own oven or something like that. It's just they're, they're the best tasting corny dogs. Yeah, it's the Fletchers. I, I do like corny dogs. Well, I now, just don't make a habit of going. I, I don't know if this counts, but I, I think there's a a uh, cheese corny dog at the state fair now. There there this year there's a cheese only corn dog. Well, they have one that has uh, both. Uh, um, Jalapenos and cheese in the corny dog with the with the with the meat. That, right, that's really they, they've good. always had regular, and then uh-huh. they added jalapeno. But this year they've added the cheesy pup, which mm-hmm. is a center of it's basically queso in a corny dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds messy. Yeah, it sounds like my kind of corny yeah, dog. Like. It, it's it's just all cheese, so it's cornbread and cheese. And no, if you always thought everything was great about the corn dog except the dog, mm-hmm. this is your dogless corny dog. It's, okay. it's a, a, it has a cheesy center. So I don't know. Would Marilyn like that? Oh uh, yeah, she would. She's not a vegan. Okay. So she she will eat um, dairy and there's, I, I'm often surprised at the confusion because uh, uh, restaurateurs even will ask if she eats fish. Vegetarians do not eat fish. Pescatarians eat fish. Right. Vegans do not eat um, dairy or right. um, any animal product. They don't even right. eat uh, honey. Anything with an eyeball. Is yeah. The way I always and um, she, but she will. She's vegetarian. Lacto ovo, I believe, is the way you put it. And she will eat. Um, uh, cheese ice cream. I don't well, think she well, can this, live without the cheese. Well, this the cheese the cheese pup the Fletchers is is basically their version of a grilled cheese. So mm-hmm. it's a grilled cheese, you know, in a corn dog. So you, you what, grilled cheese is a big hit. What if it's artificial cheese? What can well like vegan cheese? <laughs> so uh, what if it's not, Velveeta? <laughs> she's not real. She's not real big into the the vegan mm-hmm. food that is like pretending to be an, another right. food like the Impossible Some Burger. burger yeah. She gave up meat. Why does she want something that tastes like meat? Fake meat. Yeah. And, um, but along those lines at the vegan restaurant Spiral Diner earlier this year, they had uh, some sort of uh, uh, cheeseburger, a special cheeseburger, I believe in like February or March. It was like, uh, uh, and we happened to have a, a grilled cheese day back then. Technically, anything with meat is not a grilled cheese, but uh, this burger, which was, an, uh, I believe, a Beyond Burger, which is like an Impossible Burger, had uh, vegan cheese on it, and the vegan cheese, and I was the one who had this, was really good. Mm. Um, and I, I'm often skeptical of mm. the vegan food that mm-hmm. is, you know, trying to pass off as other food, but this was a really good sandwich. Well, to just to clarify, we're 
we're talking state fair food, and uh, none of that's vegan, right? Yeah, none of it's vegan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, let, let's go. I don't think you even want to go by the cows at the state fair if you're vegan. Before Tom runs out, we want to go from one dog story to the other dog story because both of you had a great adventure at the new Mutt's Canine Cantina in Fort Worth. Yeah, this is Mutt's Canine Cantina. It originated in Dallas. It was founded by the uh, guys who founded the Rustic in Dallas, and the one in Dallas is actually very close to the Rustic. You can walk to it. One in Fort Worth, which officially opens to the public um, October 4th, which is, as we're talking, tomorrow, um, is a little more, I, I thought it was a little more elaborate. And they said that they, we did a Facebook Live there um, yesterday, and he... Uh, he called it Mutz 2.0. Yeah, Kyle Noonan, who <laughs> one of the co-founders, uh, he called it Mutz 2.0, and he said that they... Uh, they knew a little bit more about what they were doing now, and it's it's a very nice dog park. The one difference between it and most dog parks, there's a couple, few differences. One is you need to buy a membership. It's a, 16, it's a private, yeah, yeah, private, it's a private dog, dog park, park, so it's sixteen ninety five. That is uh, for a fairly large uh, dog park, with uh, especially for the large dogs like mine, um, who has a cameo, Oliver, Great Pyrenees, has a cameo in uh, our Facebook Live. The primary difference, of course, is that there is a little restaurant, restaurant and bar um, attached yeah, and to and it. And since it's private, they're able to sell drinks. Right, yeah. And uh, on the drink side, you can take the drinks into the dog park. You can't take the food into the dog park, but there's a little patio, dog-friendly patio. The dogs have to be on the leash on the patio in front. We had a, they, we sampled a really good chicken sandwich oh, The chicken sandwich was very good. Yeah, and they, they had a pretty old-school uh, cheeseburger um, that we also mm-hmm. liked. And fried pickles that I would have sworn were fried jalapenos because they, they were so spicy. They, they were really good. Yeah. I like the fried pickles. So um, we didn't really sample that much of the food. Uh, and they had some good fries, two crinkle-cut fries. The dog park side, I've been to at least three dog parks, four dog parks in Tarrant County. And at some of them, you're going to wind up not having a lot of shade. They've actually planted a lot of trees. They're still sort of in the early yeah. stages. Yeah, they're not of- that shady. But once these trees go, there's going to be a lot of shade. There was... Plenty of seating, a lot of uh, Adirondacks, you know, right. plastic Adirondacks chairs there. And um, uh, as the owner of a l- large dog, I can't tell you the value of this. They pick up the poop for you. <laughs> um, that, that's almost enough. They're, they also have. Uh, so basically, you're paying how much? Sixteen ninety five. Sixteen ninety five for for. Yeah. For dog poop service. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that and be able to have a drink while your dog runs yeah, around. Yeah, and they, they like margaritas, they uh, mules, uh, beer, and, beer. Um, and they they, uh, they uh, have a couple of uh, uh, dog-friendly treats. Right. Uh, um, didn't your dog have some sort of popsicle? Yeah, popsicle, popsicle, which was basically, right. I believe they described it as a bone broth um, mm-hmm. that has as the, it's frozen, and then it has a milk bone as the, is the popsicle the, stick. Is the food, is the human food something you would want to go to eat if you if you weren't bringing a dog? Yeah, the, the chicken sandwich is, is good, but I don't know that I, and for me, um, you know, there's, there's also a location issue um, in bringing the dog because I live in far north Fort Worth and it's a half hour drive. Um, Oliver, my, my great Pyrenees, didn't seem to like the freeway drive too much. Uh, he had a good time when he was there, although when I walked away from him, he started kind of barking and covering up the, the uh, audio on the Facebook Live. Was but, he concerned about the excessively high tolls you were charged to, go, to, to drive from, from far north Fort Worth? Once you get a toll tag, you, you just stop. Uh, you know, I, I tend to 
stopped paying attention, but um, I, I avoided it a little more on the way home so that we could have a little slower route because the speed and, seemed to... And, and Mutz is actually right across the street from an apartment complex, yeah. a nice one. And uh, there was, you know, it wasn't really officially open, but a lot of people that live in the apartment complex were kind of walking with their dogs, kind of seeing what this was. Now, so they're going to have some built-in customers right across the street. And, and what are the rules? Your dogs have to be spayed or neutered? What are the I other... I don't think they really... I don't think it's a spayed or neutered rule. Almost any dog park in, you know, the, it has to be current on its vaccinations. You know, mm -hmm. you should be supervising the dog. They do have bark rangers that will help out a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, you know, other dog parks' uh, rules are like uh, aggressive dogs must be removed. Mm -hmm. And I, I've seen a couple of incidents. I go to dog parks a lot. I've seen a couple of incidences where the owners were a little slow to remove their aggressive dogs. Well, they also had basically uh, – Two dog park sections, one's for smaller dogs and one for larger dogs. Now, the smaller dogs can go in with the large dogs, but the, the large dogs can't go into the smaller dog right, area. Right. This is the opposite of what we've been seeing, where you have restaurants with a dog patio, and this is basically a dog park with a restaurant. That's exactly how uh, Kyle Noonan, the co-founder, put it. Uh, you know, he's, he's like, you could either look at it as a, it's a dog park with a restaurant or a restaurant with a dog park. Um, well, I think one, one thing we haven't mentioned on the podcast is uh, just exactly where it is. If you're familiar with the shops at Clear Fork and Edwards Ranch Road, uh, you drive past the shops at Clear Fork, there's a little um, traffic circle that points you to Clear Fork Main Street. And if you make that right turn, it's pretty easy to see the dog park uh, down the street. It's about a half mile down yeah, the street. Yeah, it's right, right up against the river. So it's kind of like in between uh, – or it's uh – in between the river and the Clear Fork, yeah. So shops. you can. It's not. It's not very far. It's a little, a little west of uh, Press Cafe, and the the Trinity Trails are right there. Mm -hmm. So you can just you know if, if you want to take the dog out of the park, if you want to walk up, you know you do need the membership. Um, there are a lot of, uh, and there are every restaurant I can think of on, that's on the Trinity Trails is dog friendly. Um, yeah. Press Cafe is dog friendly. You can have a dog in the patio. Woodshed is mm -hmm. uh, dog friendly. Although I recommend if you have a large dog. Getting a table where you can't get the food off the table like he did to me once. <laughs> um, I believe a CBD provision of Bar Taco. I believe those are dog-friendly patios. Those are all dog-friendly patios. Yeah. And there's and there's even a couple of restaurants. Uh, I've, I've started getting complaints about dogs in restaurants. That restaurants are letting dogs come inside <laughs> now. So everybody's bringing their dog. I'm not sure how the dogs feel about that, but everybody's bringing their dog along to along to to dinner or snacks or whatever. Well, I've even seen people complain about having their dogs on the patio. Um, but if the dog is well-behaved and if it's hanging out by you, I don't see, you know, a problem with it. And uh, our dog um, <clears throat> is generally pretty well-behaved on the patios. Um, servers aren't really supposed to touch them. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, it's uh, I, haven't, I haven't really noticed a big problem with it. Okay, the, the uh, mutts is it? 5317 Clear Fork, Maine, in Clear Fork, and it doesn't open until 3 during the week. It opens at noon on Friday, and then it opens at 9 in the morning on Saturday and Sunday. So, the, uh, so you know, just don't go out there like at lunchtime on Tuesday or something. They're not open. Right, but, and I would recommend, you know, Googling it, doing a little research on it. To, to We will have a story to, to accompany the Facebook Live. I just haven't started writing it. And this is important. It's closed whenever the temperature is below 40 degrees or the chance of rain is above 40%. So remember your 40. So is there no max? Because I, I don't take my dog to a dog park if it's over 90 degrees. Um, you know, it's just it's too there, hot. There are actually comments. There are social media comments about the Dallas location, about it being too hot and the concrete's too hot. And But there, there's no – it's still open. 
and the pool's there and everything. But just, you know, if you take your dog out and it's really steaming hot everywhere else, it's going to be really steaming hot at Mutt's, too. So. Yeah, and they did have, like, uh, about six, I think, dog baths, That's, uh, three yeah. of them in the in the actual park and three when you leave yeah. you can actually wa wash your dog down i think oliver thought that was a dish <laughs> okay he's yeah. a big dog and then uh along the lines of dog friendly restaurants um lazy dog restaurant and bar is opening next week um their arlington location uh off of i-20 i believe it's in the highlands uh next week there's already one in glade parks and eulis it's a dog friendly restaurant um that does not mean you can take your dog inside the restaurant uh at the eulis one there was a nice patio um large patio with a fire pit for the winter time right and uh they will bring out uh water for your dog um when eulis started it didn't have a dog menu but uh, i think it does now and i believe the arlington one is starting with a dog menu i will be uh going to a preview of that on friday um, there's another one, I believe it's in Addison. Um, Lazy Dog is <clears throat> probably going to add locations in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, the Mutz people said they're working on uh, franchising, and there's a possibility of more locations not just here but outside of Dallas-Fort Worth. Gentlemen, I'm sure this will be one of the most played-back episodes, so <laughs> people get their up, their update. You know, uh, Robert Philpott, Steve Wilson, I thank you, and our dog thanks you. Uh, until next week on the Eat Speed Podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. <laughs>